This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back, Ken Korak with the Vince and Ray and Townie. As the A's prevail in the 10th inning for the second time this year, 3-2 Athletics over the Mariners, and the A's relief pitching was sensational, and Mike Fires really set up uh, Bob Melvin with a chance to use the relievers in the right spot, in the right order, to finish off the ball game because Fires became the first A's starter to go six innings, and after that, the A's bullpen blanked uh, the Mariners beginning in the seventh with Diekman and Petit and Soria and then Hendricks and like Vince said the Houdini act by Soria as the Mariners had the winning run at uh, third base with one out with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth he got two strikeouts to send the game to the tenth inning and the grizzled veteran who's been through so many wars and big spots as a pinch hitter in his career Robbie Grossman delivers the uh, game winning hit the double out to right center and then Hendricks closed out the Mariners in the bottom of the 10th, and the A's got a win they really needed tonight. You don't want to see the losing streaks linger, especially in a season in which you're playing just 60 games, so the A's climb back to 500 at 4-4. Four and four. And the picture in the West, after just over a week of play so far, is muddled because the Astros lost, and so the A's actually in a tie for first place at 500 at 4-4. Four and four. This is the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. 3-2 A's over the Mariners. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage after this. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and get full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre- and post-game content, and of course, all the great A's action this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today to get started. Clubhouse show with Chris Townsend and the voice of your Oakland Athletics, the voice of summer in August, Ken Korak. Happy August. August the 1st, and there was no trading deadline yesterday. <laughs> wait, wait, what? No it one got came, traded? It came and went. We never talked about it. <laughs> July 31st. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I clear someone? Can I get someone off waivers right now? Or is that... uh, yeah, you might be able to. You can still make a deal until the fifteenth of August. 
So check this out in this game. We're going to go over the highlights because we finally have some highlights to play. Right. Uh, but but after the A's get the run in the top of the 10th inning, Hendricks comes out, and that, it's like, oh, I forgot they get a guy on second base too. By the way, let me just correct myself. The trading deadline officially now is the 31st of that August for this year. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I haven't really warmed up to it with the runner at second. But like a lot of things, I'm okay with it for this year because I think you throw convention out the window with this season. I will say this because I've, I've watched and listened to a lot of the games, and the A's have had two of them in the 10th inning, and I haven't checked out every game, Chris. But so far, nothing really fluky has happened. I think the team that has won the games that have gone extras have deserved to win. I mean, and, you know, the way the game is played, and the A's had the clutch hit, from Grossman, and the Mariners did not execute in the bottom of the 10th inning, so the A's played a better 10th inning, and hence they won the game. You know, probably the only fluky thing we've seen is going to be the trivia question, when did it first happen, A's-Angels, and the fact that the first baseman would throw it to the third baseman and get the runner in a rundown, I don't think that's how anybody thought the first time we ever see a guy start on second base in an extra inning game. And I mean, that was why, the one. That was such an outlier right there. And the A's believe, and Chapman said it, that the A's have an advantage in, in the 10th inning because of the, that scenario because they're so good defensively in the corners. The other thing that's been much debated is, do you sacrifice, do you try to bunt or not? Well, the Mariners tried to tie the game. They played for the one run in the bottom of the 10th inning, and they had uh, shed long at the plate, but he couldn't get the bunt down. And, and Scott Service had the bunt on the entire at-bat, but he popped the, with two strikes. He pops out, and that was huge for the A's. That at-bat, and we're going to get to the highlights, but that at-bat by Lopes made no sense. Or by sense. Lopes. Yeah, Long was the runner at he, second. Yeah, he was the runner was, second. It was Lopes who popped out trying so to bunt. So Lopes doesn't bunt on the first pitch. Then bunts on the second pitch, and then bunts with two strikes. That whole at-bat was like, that just was not smart baseball. And based on the numbers, it really doesn't help you. It doesn't really help you at all. I mean, most of the, the people that get into this and, and delve into the stats and the probability of what, might, what would happen when you start with a runner at second, Chris, they say, eschew the sacrifice bunt there. Let's get into some highlights because it's been a while since we've uh, had really anything to play. And we'll, we will start with the Mariners, though, in the bottom of the third, off the end of the bat. Seeger got things rolling, and you kind of were like, you've lost three in a row. Now you're down already. Here it is in the third. And the next pitch is lined into center, and that's going to drop for a hit. That's going to bring home Crawford. Throw to third base by Laureano, and that's going to be in time. So the A's get the out of third, and that ends the inning. But two runs are in with Crawford and Nola crossing the plate as Lewis tried to get an extra 90 feet. Two-run single for Seager sends us to the top of the fourth inning. Two runs in for the Mariners, and they lead 2-0. I got to tell you, Ken, that really wasn't that bad of a pitch. No, Fires did a nice job. I mean, they only hit a couple of balls really hard against him in the six innings he worked, so... That was a big effort by Fires and really needed by the ball club. Yeah, and this team, I know he didn't factor in the win tonight, but his last 27 starts, the A's have won 21 of them, and he's 13-1. and one. So whether he got the decision or not, he gave them the innings that helped lead to a victory, and you just can't say enough about Mike Fires and what he has truly meant to this ball club. Well, 
Uh, the A's finally got a big blow. We've been waiting. You know, David Force has always joked with us on A's Cast Live that uh, ball goes far, team goes far, but we had not seen a home run in a while. And then we know Pinder's got sneaky power as he hits one to right center to tie it up. And the pitch swung on and hit to the gap in right center. On the run is Moore along with Lewis, and it will go! Home run for Chad Pinder. The other way, a tremendous drive, and suddenly the tables have turned, and the A's have tied it at two. Pinder with his first long ball of the year, and Clouts went out to right center. Well, we'd be tied at 2-2, Ken, and next thing you know, the old saying, ducks on the pond, there were ducks everywhere on the pond in the uh, Pacific Northwest, and Soria... Boy, did he work out of a jam. Uh, two straight strikeouts. We're going to play them both for you. Here's the 2-2 pitch to him. Swung on and missed. There's that changeup. Down and away and off the outside corner and sinking out of the zone and chased by Marmaleos for the second out. Well, that's a great pitch. Gordon takes his lead from third. Seeger at second. White at first. And now the 2-2 pitch, here it is. Swung on and missed. He gets him with a changeup away, and Soria extricates himself in the A's from a ticklish spot in the bottom of the ninth inning and gets the A's to the tenth inning. He strikes out three. The Mariners leave three. And after nine, it's a 2-2 tie. Harry Houdini at T-Mobile Park tonight. It's great stuff. And when you're a team that expects to win, Chris, you have veterans in your bullpen like Soria, who is unfazed by a situation like that. It was a sensational effort. And, and taking advantage of young hitters like Vince had a couple of left-handed hitters, and then showing the changeup more often as the inning went along. And when you're a little tense and you're trying to do something big and be aggressive at the plate, boy, the changeup is a great weapon against a young left-handed hitter. Yeah, going away from him, and, and uh, that was just absolutely fantastic. So we go to the top of the 10th. So it would start with a runner on second base, Tony Kemp. Stephen Piscotti would fly out to right, and then Robbie Grossman would get a fastball, and he wouldn't miss it. And the pitch. Fastball stroked into right center field. That gets down. It's in the alley. It's all the way to the wall. The A's have taken the lead. Kemp is home. The ball sticks under the rubber. They said dead ball, but Grossman keeps on running, and he's all the way to third base. Kyle Lewis tried a motion that the ball died under the padding in deep right center, but the umpires had nothing with it. It's an RBI triple off the bench for Robbie Grossman and a 3-2 Oakland lead. You're right, and the umpires don't have to grant that, and that was key because Grossman kept running. And that's a kind of play that I know for you, being in Oakland and not being there to see it, I'm glad you got to see it and got to call it correctly. Well, and they did send Grossman back to second base. But it doesn't have to be granted. And we've seen several times in situations like that where the ball will lodge in there and the umpires will say, you've got to play it. So it becomes a judgment call by the umps. And it could have been a big play in the game. I mean, let's say the Mariners had tied the game or even scored two runs in the bottom of the 10th inning because the A's could not score Grossman from second. Chris, if he's at third base, of course, they've got a better chance to get him home and give the A's a two-run lead. Yeah, that's I, I, I never understand that. Why wouldn't they extend the padding There's all no the reason. way down to the dirt so we never have that? Absolutely. We've seen it uh, in other ballparks. It's been controversial. 
Chris, for years all over baseball because it becomes a judgment call by the umps. So it should, it should just be a standard thing. I mean, you spend millions upon millions of dollars to build these ballparks. You can, I don't think it's that hard to have it flush with the wall down all the way to the dirt. Do you think he gets a triple if it doesn't go under? I don't know. I, I think maybe not. I don't know. Because the, one of the reasons he got the triple was because Kyle Lewis kind of stopped and then motioned to the umpires, hey, the ball lodged under there. So uh, I'm, I'm not sure, Chris. I yeah, really, I, I'd have to see it again. Yeah, it's a tough call. And, and just watching on television, you know, we're, we're at the mercy of the screen. So hard to know. But it wouldn't and, matter. And so are we calling the game. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Well, you know what? It wouldn't matter because Liam Hendricks, the all-star, would come in and do his job. And the 1-2. Breaking ball. Got him on the slider. The wipeout ends it for the A's. A save for Hendricks. A win for Soria. The A's are 2-0 in extra innings this year. Snap a three-game losing streak, and they beat the Mariners by a final of 3-2. Needed that badly because now you're back tied for first place with the Houston Astros. What a wild game down at the Big A as they were down 3-1. Top of the night, they came back and tied it. Uh, the Astros did, but then they would lose it an extra inning. So the A's and the Astros tied 4-4 four and four mm-hmm. to lead this uh, division. Seattle now 4-5. and five. Everybody just bunched up, and it's going to be wild. Well, a day game yeah. tomorrow, Ken. Well, and they're okay because they've survived eight games in which they haven't hit. Chris, they're under 200 with a team batting average, and yet they're four and four, and and so I, I think that's okay. And you know, if they even if they stay 500 for a couple of weeks, Chris, or two and a half weeks, that's all right. Just kind of stay around 500 because the A's are going to find their groove at some point, I would think. If you're 500 for a couple of weeks, you can still run off nine out of 11. Now you're right there, and. I think this ball club is really capable of doing something like that. What do we got, Bassett against Graveman tomorrow? Kendall Graveman, that was a good interview you did with, uh, with Kendall for AceCast. And, and it's fascinating to, to hear from pitchers who've come back from Tommy John's surgery because every rehab is different. There are bumps in the road, and everyone goes. It's the whole emotional journey you're on as well. And as he said, 808 days between Major League starts. And the thing that we know about him, he's really a nice kid. And Good kid, he, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's one of those kids that you're really rooting for. He's, he, he's a, as I said, he's a, he's a sweet kid, and I, I'm really pulling for him. And, you know, now he's, you know, throwing the ball 97 miles an hour, so hopefully he can resurrect his career in the Pacific Northwest. Just not tomorrow, but uh, we'll be rooting for him throughout the season. All right, my friend, safe drive, and uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Chris. That's Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. All right, we'll take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. I'm going to be honest with you. They needed that. You lose that game, and that's a four-game losing streak, which some people tell you it's almost the equivalent of losing 12 in a row. When, when do you not panic when you lose 12 in a row? They needed that game. You can't be losing to the Mariners. This is the Mariners. They need to start hitting. By the way, we, we've, um, we've done the math on Chris Davis. Wow. Great to see that he got a hit tonight. 
But we did, we've done some math. I think it's going to blow you away. You're going to hear from Bob Melvin. Robert, who did Vince end up uh, getting up in the Pacific Northwest? Hasn't happened yet. That's the thing we don't know. Like, normally, you know, Vinny would be there, and he'd grab somebody coming right off the field. Now we got a Zoom, so stick around. We're going to have Melvin. We'll have players. We're talking about a win tonight. A win in 10, a 3-2. to two. A's are back in first place with the Houston Astros. The number is 510-956-3700. Turned out to be a good Saturday night. And you're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Learn how to keep score like a pro during an A's game this season. Join us and special guests for a unique video conference class that will teach you all about being a scorekeeper. Prior to the game, you'll receive a commemorative scorecard and A's swag. Visit athletics.com community for more information and to sign up today. That's athletics.com community. This is A's Clubhouse. You know, I think I want to be a part of this scoring party that we're going to have, teaching people how to keep score. Because I've got some questions. There needs to be some changes. And I know this doesn't mean anything to you people. You have, a, you have much more of a life than I do. But I keep score every game. And... I figured out how to keep score with this extra runner in the 10th inning. It's pretty simple. So Chris Davis was the last out. So in the ninth inning, you would have put seven as he flew out to left field. Well, then in the very next box over in the 10th inning, where Chris is, it's now Kemp. That's where you need to put the runner because it's no way ever going to come back to that slot in your scorebook. No way. Unless they hit around, and then you won't have to worry about that. You'd transfer the rest over the 11th inning because you're probably going to win. And especially if you're the home team, it's never coming back to that. And the other one that drives me nuts happened again tonight. What inning is it? I figure out how to score. So it's first inning with Kyle Seeger at the plate. 
Marcus Simeon is out in right field. Seager hits a ground ball to him. He fields it in the grass and throws him out. He's playing rover. He's playing right field. But yet you have to score it 6-3? That makes no sense. You're not. See, they never thought about that. Now I think they need to redo it so we can accurately follow the game. Like, what if that was the last out of a game to win the game, and you're like, hey, grounds out to Marcus. Well, your scorebook's going to say he was playing shortstop when really he was playing right field. So I think I want to be a part of that because I got some questions. Let's go to Lee and Concord. Lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Yeah, hi, Chris. I have a question regarding Mark Canna's status. I know Marcus Simeon's a free agent after this year, and I thought Canna started with the A's in 2015, which would give him six years of service time. Is he also scheduled for free agency? No, I believe he's the next year, 20, uh, 2021. Oh, what would that be? 2020. It's either 2021 or 2022. Okay. There's been a lot of rumors in the Bay Area newspapers the last few days that uh, John Fisher might be considering selling the team, and one of the rumored groups would be consistent of Billy Bean. I'm wondering what status this would have on the Howard Terminal project. That is so above my pay grade. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't. uh, You know, the A's give me a lot of info, but they don't give me info on that. Uh, By the way, according to Baseball Reference, I just wanted to check it for you real quick. The earliest Mark Canna can be a free agent is 2022. He's still up for uh, arbitration in 2021. It is my understanding that John Fisher does love owning the team. Now, if he's looking to sell, I don't who, – who was it? Was this Matier and Ross? No, it was on uh, in the Car Across the Times, I think, the A's beat writer for the paper. Yeah, you know, I, 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 and I'm not going to throw any any of our writers under the bus and say what they know and don't know and what their sources are and, and all of that. Um, you know, who knows? I mean, we're 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 in crazy times. I don't know who's doing well financially, who's not, and how these things are going to go with, with professional sports teams. Uh, I, I know there's a reason why Dave Cavill's here. Dave Cavill is here to get that stadium built. And if anybody is going to want to own the A's, they're going to want a new stadium too. So my, 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 my guess would be if John Fisher is ready to cash out, which it'll be a mighty payout for him, and good for him, great business, if that is the case, whoever's going to take it over is going to want to build a new ballpark. But also the connection with the Coliseum, there were, a lot of money was going to have to be spent there, apparently, like for hotels and restaurants and office space. And that, that would seem to have been one of the ways that the Tower uh, Terminal Project would have been funded. And that would have required a big money guy like a John Fisher to be involved. Well, as we have heard on the build... If you listen to A's cast where we have the build with Dave Cavill, he's a two-project guy. That's how he got the soccer stadium done in the South Bay here in San Jose. So you use two different projects to help fund both projects. So that, that that's what the plan is, and we'll see uh, how it goes from here. But I had not heard that John Fisher was looking to sell, uh, so I, I really can't speak to that because I haven't heard that. 
Do you think this? You think they will be in a stadium by twenty three or twenty four, or is it the COVID virus? slow down construction and everything. Well, Dave Cavill said it will slow it down for a year because they can't meet right now. They haven't been able to meet. Everything's been right. by phone. Um, so it is going to slow it down for a year. But, you know, he is he has cleared so many hurdles that we're getting close. So it's, it's hard to, you know, I know a lot of people have wanted to doubt him. And everybody's like, just build where the Coliseum is. He, but he's cleared so many hurdles and and I can give you something that I've heard. Now more than ever does Oakland need this project. Now more than ever does Oakland need the jobs, the union jobs, the jobs, all, all the stuff that it will create around the ballpark, what it will create inside the ballpark, what it, the jobs that it will create building the ballpark, that maybe just maybe Oakland and Alameda County, but mostly Oakland, is more on board than they've ever been before because, you know, there's a lot of projects that cities have had all around the country that are either going to be delayed or they're not going to go at all. Yeah, including the Clippers, I know, are building an arena down in Los Angeles. Yeah, so, I mean, that you know, it's crazy times. It's, I mean, you know, and someone like myself, I, I, I just... There's, I don't know what to say on it. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for the, the Fisher family. <laughs> I have no idea what their plans are. I just know I get to talk to Dave Cavill, the president, and he's full on board of making this happen. I, he, 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 he doesn't see it going any other way. I mean, he, he's in it to win it. Thank you so much for the information. That sounds like good news for A's fans. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you very much, Lee. I, I, hey. I get to talk to Cavill every couple weeks. Now, obviously, that didn't go once we were in the pandemic. But we always ask him, where are we? What, what's the next vote? What's the next? And he just keeps winning. He gets all the votes, and he just keeps winning. Is there going to be opposition? Of course there's going to be opposition. There's, a, there's, a, there's always opposition. There was opposition to... Pack Bell Park, now you know is T-Mobile. No, no, at Oracle Park, T-Mobile is Safeco uh, up in Seattle. It's T-Mobile. But there was opposition to the Giant Stadium. There was opposition to the Warrior Stadium. There was opposition to the Niners Stadium. There's always opposition. And you know what's crazy? Is I've traveled around to a lot of the football and baseball stadiums. And it's amazing the economic growth that goes around them. And that you look at the opposition and you go, huh, what were you opposing? And now, I mean, most of these places, they're not even paid for by the taxpayers. You're getting a free stadium for the most part. A stadium that your community will enjoy for the rest of our lives. It's like a no-brainer. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, what's cracking, Townie? What a difference! Uh, what a difference twenty-four hours makes, huh? Yeah, no doubt. Were you able to hear it? Yes, sir. And it's unbelievable because you know I don't know what streams you pulled. I don't know what kind of connections you got, but I'm I'm pretty impressed because I'm listening to the post game show and it's crystal clear. Nice. Well, we want to make sure. To, uh, 
uh, our loyal listeners are, 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 are able to hear A's baseball on A's cast. Hey, believe it. You know, down here in San Luis, there's some A's fans. You know, we're, we're uh, you know, obviously we're not in the, in the, in the, in the backyard like, like Oakland or Alameda or San Jose, but, you know, there's a lot of A's fans down here. And I got to tell you, like I said, it's uh, 24 hours of not picking you up last night and losing and then, you know, stealing a victory tonight and, and getting to listen to the post game show in the game. I mean, like I said, what a difference a day makes. Um, you know, a couple things about tonight, I, you know, who would have thought that, you know, if you had told me at the beginning of the year that the hottest hitters in the A's, you know, going into the second week of the season would have been Robbie Grossman and, and Ramon Laureano. Um, you know, big, big hits by those guys tonight. You know, obviously Pinder stepped up. I've been on the Pinder bandwagon now, Townie, for a couple of years. And I think he's a guy that just needs ABs, man. You got to get that guy four at bats. Like you said, he's got that sneaky pop. He seems to have a good approach with the plate. You know, he's a good second baseman. He's, he's, a, you know, he's a, a smart ball player, runs the base as well. I think Melvin's just got to stick with Pender and let him ride it out. What's your thoughts on that, Tony? Yeah, right now, I, I think there's no question about it. I, I mean, l- look what you were able to do with Tony Kemp tonight. You could bring him in as a pinch runner in the 10th inning. Uh, he's somebody you can put in the outfield. You could put at second base if you, if you needed to. Franklin Barreto, I mean, I feel bad for Bob because – because you have an expanded roster, you're going to have guys on the roster that you're not going to play unless someone gets hurt. Yep. And that's Barreto. Barreto's not playing. I'd rather see Chad Pender play every day than continue to ask the question, can Franklin Barreto be the full-time second baseman? We've been asking ourselves this question for the last couple of years. I'm with you. Put Pender there. Let Pender either earn the job full-time or let him play himself out of the job. And then you can send Pender back to being Mr. Utility Guy. You know, I, I agree. I, like you said, the sneaky pop. Um, it, it's Pender's job to lose at this point. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, it's still a little bit scary when you, when you look at the A's and Major League Baseball finally did us a good, you know, did us a favor instead of playing like, you know, last year playing in Japan to start the season. You know, we start out with the Angels at home, we get the Rockies, and then we go to Seattle. I mean, the schedule's it's, it's pretty fitting, you know, and I'm, a, I'm a just a little disappointed because you see, guys, we're not going to do nothing if Olsen, Chapman, and Simeon perform at the plate like they're performing right now, striking out. You know, Simeon struck out three times a night. I mean, let, let's be realist here and talk about facts. Those guys aren't going to hit. We're not going to do nothing. And, you know, to, to Kenny Korak's point, I guess being 4-4 four and four at this point, we really haven't played that well. That's kind of the glass half full idea, but I kind of I kind of disagree with Kenny a little bit, saying that like you know after two or three weeks, a month in the season, you know let's just hang around and be five hundred. You know, I don't like that. I don't like that approach. I think if you're the A's, you know, having the history of starting out slow and, and kind of being guys that, that that catch fire late in the season, we can't depend on that anymore. You know, I don't want to float around and kind of be at five hundred a month into the season. You know, it's time to step on the throat. These guys got to start hitting. You know, and. You know, playing the Mariners, you know, the, the Angels, they're, they're not that good this year. I mean, the Rockies, you know, no one really thought much of the Rockies to be in the season. You know, we got to step on the throat against these, these teams. You know, Kendall Graveman tomorrow, um, you know, we got to take three or four from the Mariners. And, you know, I don't know what your take is. I don't know if you agree with Kenny on that. I mean, I think you should sweep the Mariners. <laughs> but, uh, no, and, and I think when, when Ken said that, I just think there's always that mindset yeah, I think it's still hard for a lot of us to get our arms around it's only 60 games. Because once you say a month, that means you're 15 and 15. And we're talking about, hey, if you want to be one of the better seeds, you better you better be around 40 wins 
But I don't know. I, I mean, that's the thing. We've never seen something like this. So what what does 32 wins mean versus 35 versus 40? You know, who's going to get hot? Somebody's going to get hot. Somebody's going to have some separation. I can't think that we're all going to be in like a NASCAR race to the last week. I think there has to be some type of uh, a separation. And, you know, as a player, you got to have some pride. I mean, if I'm sitting there looking up at the scoreboard I'm, and I'm – I'll just go down the line. Marcus Simeon, 206. Matt Chapman, 188. Matt Olson, 154. Chad Pender, 167. Chris Davis, .053. Stephen Piscotty, 190. Murph, 143. Like, at some point, as a hitter, you, you can't be looking at that. You know it's got to improve. So, but... And then on the flip side, you can say, listen, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Astros struggling. There's a bunch of Angels struggling. It's a weird time. But we have big expectations for this team, and I'm not going to let those go. I want no, to see I, him win. I want to see him win around 40 games. I want them to be 40 and 20. I want playoff games at the Coliseum. Everybody told us we don't want to play in the wild card game again. Well, now you're not going to play in the wild card, but what you don't want to do is go play a three-game set in someone else's yard. You want to do it at the Coliseum. No, I agree, and I'm hoping tonight is one of those games, one of those victories that we kind of stole that, you know, two months from now we'll look back on and say, remember that game where Pinder hit the two-run bomb to tie it and we won it in extras? I mean, it could be one of those games that hopefully is going to springboard these guys because I'm with you. There's no time to coast. I mean, Mike Fryer, I couldn't agree with you more about Fires either. I think he's just been phenomenal since he's came over to Oakland, and we needed a quality start tonight. I mean, he's the first guy to go more than four innings. You know, he located well. Um, you know, he got big outs. He had that one inning where he struggled. But, man, Fires has been a grinder. And you talk about an important start tonight. What an important start, and, and, and kudos to him. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you this. 52 games left. That's it. We're in August. 52 games. We're playing 30 games in 31 days. It's unheard of. There's only 52 games left in the season. You're 4-4. Four and four. They said they didn't want to be in the wild card. They said they don't want to play. They want to have home baseball. All right. Let's see it. And each one of these wins is just a, it's a cash grab. You just got to keep grabbing as much as you possibly can. And all of a sudden, you know, for the first time in, in the last couple years, the Astros look vulnerable. Because they haven't looked vulnerable the last couple of years. They look like world beaters. Now they're, vul- they're vulnerable. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. We'll take your phone calls. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin. We're going to hear from Chad Pender, joined Vince Catronio. That's all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And, of course, the A's Clubhouse Show is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. If you want to continue to listen to the show and whatever radio station you're listening to goes away, go to athletics.com slash A's cast and hit listen now. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show after a victory in 10 over the Mariners, 3-2. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. 
If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale won't last. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. You're listening to A's Cast. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. And let's pause for station identification right here on the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. All right, we're going to give you some numbers on Chris Davis that uh, go back to the time he signed the contract extension. We did a little we did a little math during the game today, the commander and I, and I know some other people were looking at it on Twitter. Uh, I got the answers for you, and wow. But first, big hit tonight. Somebody, hey, somebody had to do it. I know I put out on Twitter finally. I mean, somebody had to. To make something happen. And Chad Pender, that's a big ballpark. And to hit it out in right center and really get the team going, that was huge. You know, because Mark Canna with an out hit a double down the right field line. How good is Canna? Can, can, I mean, come on. Canna continues to get on base. Had a double and a walk tonight. Canna, can't, can't, Canna's still doing it. But that two-run shot was huge. Here's Vinny along with Chad. Tony, thanks. It, uh, it was a night that it took a village. A lot of guys with big moments, whether with pitching or defense or certainly with big hits, and Chad Pinder, a part of that, tied the game in the seventh with the two-run homer's first home run of the year, and he joins us on his clubhouse. Chad, there are, there are moments that everybody's looking to lift the ball club. What was the conclusion of that at bat for you coming around the bases and seeing maybe a, a collective exhale by everybody as you were in a position to tie the ball game. Yeah, it, I mean, definitely was a great feeling. Uh, get us back in that game. Um, you know, still just not trying to do too much, not trying to, you know, get it all back. And, you know, you're just trying to stay simple. I think everybody is, and everybody's trying to put together good at-bats. And uh, to be able to do that in the seventh late in the, late in the game, um, definitely was a good feeling for sure. Driving the ball with authority to right center, what does that mean for you when you're in the box, especially against the right-hander tonight? Yeah, I mean, it just gives yourself a little bit of trust, you know, a little bit of confidence, and, you know, you know, you can handle that pitch. And, um, you know, more importantly, like you talked about first, was, you know, to be able to do that for the team and get us back in that, get us back in the game. It, it doesn't allow you to be in that position unless Mike fires, hangs in there, goes six. Bullpen does a great job. Just what, what's the general feeling right now about what this club has and what you're capable of doing, even though it's only eight games into this 60-game sprint? Yeah, I mean, Mike did an outstanding job, kept us in the game. Um, you know, 
anytime our starter goes out there and gives us, you know, six innings, seven innings, um, two run ball, you know, you're, you're putting us in a great situation. Uh, you're taking, you know, some relief off the bullpen because, you know, we have been using them quite a bit. Um, you know, it's, especially with how pitchers are worked up right now, you know, especially the first go, go around, you know, with pitchers being, you know, four or five innings max um, with pitch counts uh, for, for to Mike to go out to do that and take some pressure off of those guys um, and keep us in a ball game um, after a little bit of a slow start. Um, it's It was big for sure. I'm glad you're okay after getting spiked at second base. We appreciate the visit. We'll see you yep. tomorrow. Thank you, Chad. Thanks, Vince. Take care, man. That's Chad Pinder joining us, his first home run of the year. That can always be a little uh, scary when you get spiked. But that was uh, coming up big at the right time. And quite a few guys. I mean, can't say enough about fires. Six innings on the road, only gave up two. Soria getting out of that jam. Liam Hendricks shutting it down. I mean, the bullpen from Deekman to Petit. Soria, Hendricks didn't give up a, didn't give up a run. That's the kind of stuff you got to do. And now what I'd like to see is, is start to get that confidence, start to get multiple guys rolling, start, you know, as they, that, that old cliche, moving the line, start scoring some runs, and ha- have a couple breakout games where you're scoring. You know, you're putting up some crooked numbers, and you're at the end of the day, you're going to have nine runs, 11 runs. Other teams are doing it. I had to give you this number. April 18th is when Chris Davis signed the contract extension. Since April 18th of 2019, Chris Davis, and this this counts today's at-bats, Chris Davis is hitting 206. He's 87 for 423. Just 13 home runs and 53 RBIs with a whopping 137 strikeouts. I don't know how you can't be alarmed. That's not small sample size theater. And, like, when you're happy today that, you know, he kind of hit one out into right center for a base hit, that was good. But the pop is just, you know, like the ball is his last A-B, flew out to left field. Those balls always look like they are going out. These balls are not even sniffing the warning track. So it's like he has trouble making contact. And when he does make contact, it's not... It's not the contact we're used to. We're used to seeing some of the greatest opposite field power that we've ever seen. It's incredible. And I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. That's another one that's above my pay grade. I just, I, I, I look at pitchers. I look at the way they go after him now. They're not afraid. There's enough video out there that shows that these guys, and I talked with uh, Ray Fossey about this today in A's Total Access. Because Ray, I know Vince does, 
I think Ken does, but they track every pitch, ball and strike. I don't do that. Uh, yeah, that's that's not something I need to do. I can look up the counts on MLB.com, but I mean, for them, as they're doing play by play, it's easy for them. It's you know, it's right there on their book. So I asked Ray, knowing that Ray does that, and I'd ask Vince the same thing: is haven't you noticed? Because I can't even remember last season. Last season, gee, I mean, are you kidding me? Last season? That's so long ago. I mean, I'd have to get my old scorebook out to remember last season. But how many times is Chris Davis immediately down 0-2? Immediately down 1-2? Always in a pitcher's count. And why is that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they're not afraid of him anymore. There's so much video out on every one of these guys. Every single pitcher is getting up there, and they're challenging him. They're coming right after him. I'd have to really go back, but when he was hitting 48 home runs, you think everybody was just saying, I'm coming right after this guy? No, because Chris Davis was scary. He was one of the scariest guys in the game. He led the league in home runs. He hit big home runs. He hit home runs to tie games to put the team up year after year. But I don't know. I just, it's it's weird. Is that the whole thing is just weird. But you you can just tell by the pitchers. You can tell by the pitchers what their reaction is. Their reaction is, I'm coming right after him. I'm getting ahead. And I'm gonna try and put him out, and I'm gonna try and put him out in three, four, maybe five pitches at most, because there's so many balls he swings and misses, and he's always had that step in the bucket. But he had such great lower body power that he could step in the bucket, which basically stepping in the bucket is, is where you're not stepping back towards the pitcher. Or like you put your foot straight up, straight down. You have to put it put to the left of the pitcher. And so for a lot of people, you don't teach that because it zaps power. Not for him, the way his lower body worked. He generates such great power. But God, I mean, I just, I, 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 want, I want my Chris Davis back. I want the guy that hit 42, 43, 48 home runs. I want that guy that, like, you want... I, you go back and say, who do you want at the plate? Well, I want the guy that drives in 40. I want the guy that hits 48 home runs and drives in 123 runs. That's the guy I want. I hope they can figure it out. And so, I mean, this game is so mental. All these games are tough. We were laughing on the driving range today. Guys, I don't even know. I was out on the driving range, and we were all just like, oh, everybody was hitting it all over the range. I mean, sports are tough. It's not easy, especially at the highest level. I've seen it from the baseball standpoint. I've seen it from the NBA standpoint. You think it's easy guarding Steph Curry? You think it's easy playing Klay Thompson? God, the NFL, the biggest, strongest human beings on the planet, basically killing each other every single play? Pro sports isn't easy, man. Golf, oh. Hitting a baseball. And now there's more information on you than ever before. It's crazy. 
Every single swing, every single pitch, it's on video. All your tendencies are broken down. They know what you like to do. They, they, know, what, they know what's comfortable and uncomfortable for you. It's a whole different ballgame. The number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. We'll continue to take your phone calls, and we'll hear from the skipper next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over. When you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Dip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving RingCentral free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new RingCentral. How much money would you like to save just by doing something you're already doing? 15 or 25 percent? How about 30 percent? Here in California, all state safe drivers can save 30 percent just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 30 percent just by driving safe. Allstate can help lower your cost of driving. Safe drivers can save 30 percent or more. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. In case it's been a while. This is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale won't last. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Never catch a baseball with your hat. The thing so many of us dreamed of doing as a kid is apparently not allowed in the pros. This Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. According to baseball's rulebook, it is illegal to manipulate the ball with any part of your uniform. Yes, even your cool new team cap. But no rule says the fans can't give it a try. The Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. 
A's fans, have you seen the great images of our fans all around the Coliseum during NBC Sports California broadcasts? Way back, no doubt, how far will it fly? With our Coliseum Cutouts program, fans can still be a part of the ballpark atmosphere even while watching from home. These awesome cutouts benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more about the program at athletics.com slash cutouts. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Thank you, Robbie Grossman. You know, people are taking shots at Robbie. Tell you what. Robbie Grossman's getting it done. He's hitting 350. He's got an 859 OPS. We already know he's good defensively. Now, is this going to last? I don't know. It's 60 games. But uh, until until something changes, we got to give Robbie Grossman some love. He's been hitting the ball hard. And Robbie's a guy we're going to be efforting for A's Cast Live. One of the great lines when we were talking about StatCast with him. And he goes, I've had a love-hate relationship with StatCast. (laughs) Only a modern-day baseball player would say something like that. It's actually pretty funny. We we actually made a promo out of it. It was really funny. StatCast, a love-hate relationship with Robbie Grossman. But when he's been called upon, he's he's got her done. And that kind of takes us to at what point does Bob Melvin have to go, boys, who's ever hot, you're playing. Who's ever not, you're not playing. 52 games left. Tomorrow, 52 games left. It's really unbelievable. My producer, Commander Cody, has just been – so what's happening right now are people are doing a deep dive on numbers on Chris Davis. In 2019, after falling behind 0-2 as a hitter, Davis hit 106, one home run, four RBIs, 51 strikeouts. So – Baseball reference, you're able to spit out a bunch of these different uh, stats. And uh, guys are looking at it. We just we got to get Chris turned around. I mean, Chris Davis has an OPS of 196. I'm like, oh. But, you know, uh, and Vince said it in the broadcast. There's other guys, Altuve struggling, Upton, Pujols. There, there, there's, there's guys struggling. It's just a reality. We knew it was going to happen. But... How do you mentally adjust when you know you don't have time? I mean, you don't you don't have a month. A month and the season's half over. This isn't starting in March and you got you know a couple games in March and you got April. It's not what you got. And that was a, let me tell you down in Anaheim that was a that was a good game for the A's to keep the Astros at four and four like the A's, but for the Halos, you know, you lose another one, and you start out the season 
Because when they when they throw those projections at, at you, I mean, you start out two and seven. You're on. They start saying what you're on pace for. <sighs> I and you know what I I got to find this out. So Trout and his wife had the baby Friday, yesterday, or Thursday. I I don't. I played golf all day Thursday, so I don't even. Might have been Thursday or Friday. They've had the baby. And congratulations on their first child. But how is that protocol going to work? Like, are they going to quarantine somebody? You know, because Garrett Cole's wife, I'm not sure if they've given birth yet. Brandon Crawford's sister. But she she's pregnant. And that was one of the most impressive things about quarantine, by the way. She's a former UCLA softball player, and they were in some park in New York playing catch. Now, you think this dude throws like 100 miles an hour, and she's winging it right back at him. She, you could tell. She, she, the transfer with the hands, you could tell she was a middle infielder, and she, she's got serious game. And she's pregnant. I have not looked into that now that it's it's just hit me. It's like, wait a minute. If you leave, I guess you come back. Because the thing, you could test negative, and it takes the virus X amount of days to actually show up in your body and to have symptoms. So you could test negative on Tuesday, and by Friday, test positive. So do these guys who leave for paternity leave, do they have to quarantine? I'm gonna have to look that up, and I got to figure out who to ask. Robert, see if you can find that on the internet somewhere, because you know the paternity rules are was I think it's like three days, but then if there was a problem with the birth, it's it's they give you more time, but you know that now it's kind of like okay, you've left. I don't want to say the bubble because it's not like the NBA or the NHL, but you've kind of left. And now you're coming back, especially with what we've seen with the Marlins and the Cardinals, which is terrible. And I don't want to hear any cover-up. If we know guys left to go out and party, don't try and downplay it. Guys go to casinos, guys go to clubs, guys go to bars, Guys go to the hotel bar, which I can't even believe the hotel bar is open. Guys are doing that. Because I saw some article today, I was shaking my head, and they're like, well, it doesn't necessarily mean they got they got it there. Oh, okay. Because going to the club is a good place to go right now. A's with a win in 10 to get back to 500 and tied for first place. I'm, I don't know about you. I'm liking this extra innings thing. You know why? Because the game could still be going right now. Right? We could be, Robert, what do you think? We could be in the 15th inning by now? Vince Catronio is weighing in with knowledge. Cole's baby born before the season. Trout needs one negative test. 
So I got to think, and you know he's Mike Trout, right? Mike Trout can stay out for a while. I mean, he can stay out. Say, hey, hey, uh, Billy Epler, I'll be back in a week. And what are you going to say to Mike Trout? Mike, take your time. Enjoy your baby. (laughs) When you're Mike Trout, if he wants to hang out with uh, Mama and the baby for a week, sure, big fella, don't worry. We'll try and hold down the fort without you. So one negative test, and Trout can uh, get back out on the field. And, boy, they need him. What was the number one question we had all off season about, about the, how are they going to get 27 outs? Where's, where's the pitching going to come from? And we're already seeing they don't got it. You can sign Rendon. You can, I mean, Artie Moreno's paying a lot of money for Justin Upton and Albert Pujols to just be guys now. Kind of crazy. How are they going to get 27 outs? But you can say that about a lot. We thought we could say that about a lot of teams and look all of a sudden about the Tigers. I got the commander, Cody, saying he believes Trout's going to be back tomorrow. So this is from my producer. Trout is expected to return to the team tomorrow as his three days are up after today. Well, like I said again, he's Mike Trout. But they got to test him. So is that... He got tested while he was away? (laughs) That's some loosey-goosey rules right there. You're going to get tested in New Jersey when your team's playing out west? And you still have to get on a flight to come back to California? Or wherever they're going to be? It's a, as they said with the steroid era, it's a loosey goosey era. Yeah, well, they're not a very they're they're going to win games on offense. I just don't know about that pitching. All right, let's hear from the skipper Bob Melvin. He's got a lot to say after the A's got the win in ten, three to two over the Seattle Mariners. What did you uh, think about Soria's uh, effort in the uh, whatever inning that was? The yeah, whatever inning it was, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, you know, he's he's got experience. He knows what he's doing. He knew he had to elevate there and try to get a strikeout. He did. So, uh, it's not the most comfortable situations, but that's when you lean on guys that have that type of experience and then that situation. Robbie Grossman's put together a couple of great at-bats lately. What do you think about what he's able to do there? Yeah, he's been consistent all year. And, and the thing about him, Robbie too is he's such a weapon off the bench. We've seen him be, you know, have such great pinch hit at bats for us. You know, playing in the National League and and just kind of understanding what his role is and what he needs to do on a particular day. So it's a nice, uh, nice weapon to have coming off the bench. How big of a sigh of relief was it just to see Pinder um, hit that one out? It looked like the the dugout was pretty excited about that one. You mean like on a one to ten scale, like a twelve? The way, you know, we, we have not gotten big hits and, and, you know, we were stagnant again up into that point and, and then all of a sudden we're in a tie game. So, you know, the difference for us today was we didn't get a ton of hits, but we got big hits when we needed to. And that's what wins games for you when you have the type of pitching that we had today. Bob, uh, uh, a couple of things. What pitch was that that uh, Soria got for the strikeout? 
And second, uh, could you talk about the, in general the job of the pen four innings of shutout baseball? Yeah, they've been fantastic all year. We get them in a in a situation that you know that they they have a, we have a chance to win the game, and they've been lights out. So you know, all our plus guys have come through really all year to this point. Uh, it was good that Mike gave us six, too, and Mike was good. I mean, it, once he got into the flow of the game, uh, using all his pitches, unpredictable like he can be, it seems like he just got better and better as he went along. So that was key, too, and it was a high fastball that he got the punch outs on. What did they Jordan. tell you about the ball that, that in right field that, uh, that uh, lodged or didn't lodge under the wall? It got lodged is what they were saying, yeah. Okay. Didn't look like it. But okay. Hey. I'm just happy we we won a challenge today. Let's, I'll, I'll take it. Bob, can you talk a little bit about Soria? Because uh, it seemed like as that inning was going along, suddenly he went he went to the changeup, which you know he knows what he's doing. You you've been behind the plate a, a zillion times with guys to have the feel and see that it was a pitch he didn't really use the first like four batters, and suddenly it becomes a pretty important feature to get out of the inning. Yeah, he's got a, he's got not only does he have four pitches, he has different arm angles too. So veteran guys know that you know you 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 need to mix it up a little bit, mix your looks up a little bit. He threw a lot of pitches out there and, and to get through it, he had to give him different looks and different pitches and that's exactly what he did. So, you know, he, like I said, we're we're fortunate to have a guy that's done a, a lot of closing uh and you know, and then Hendricks obviously in the ninth you know, the whole 10th inning thing has a, have, probably plays into how you use your closer, too. So I just started thinking about that today as this game came along. But, um, yeah, we were glad those two guys finished out the game. I was going to ask you exactly about that. How is, how is the fact that 10th inning different for a closer when he has to, when he has to come in with a, a guy on base that he didn't put there? It's different. You know, you're just like, what did I do to deserve this? And, you know, you, you – Got a guy on second base, and you can score a guy without a hit. So uh, it's a little uncomfortable, but just something that all closers are going to have to deal with, or anybody's going to have to deal with. Well, what do you think of Chris's swings overall today, and finally getting that first hit out of the way? Yeah, good. He had good swings. He had good swings in BP. He made a little adjustment with his hands today, uh, all the way around. I thought uh, much better swings, and and got the bat head out a little quicker. Pulled a couple balls today. Just missed the first one just a little ahead of the second one, but made an adjustment to where he's not, doesn't look like he's late um, and he's getting the barrel head out. Uh, Deakman's slider has looked really sharp lately. What are you seeing out of him just generally speaking? Yeah, it's been terrific. And that's an adjustment he made this year too, is with his slider. You know, he's always going to be uncomfortable for lefties. Uh, and th to have that pitch that he can throw for a strike, could he expand? He also uses it against righties too. So I think, you know, the results you've seen out of him this year is, is one, throwing the ball over the plate consistently, and two, uh, the better slider. You know, now closers understand what it was like yesteryear. I got Raleigh Fingers and Goose Gossage on the phone. These guys would go two, three innings, always with runners on base. They didn't have that cozy little, hey, I come rolling in in the ninth inning when nothing's going on. I just got to get three outs and the ball game's over. Even though these are the toughest outs, I mean, it's really tough. 
into game. There's that pressure. There's the finality of the whole thing. But, yeah, now you're understanding. I mean, Raleigh Fingers came in a ton with runners on. Raleigh, get us out of this jam. How do you think they came up with the fireman award? There's a fire. There's a fire. You got to come and put it out. You know, that that role just kind of changed over years where most guys came in with a clean inning. Now you're not doing that. They'll get used to it if this rule, everybody gets used to every rule. You adapt. You don't like it. I didn't put the guy there. And I can still take a loss, and it's not going to be an earned run, but I can still take a loss. But you're going to have to adapt to it. I'm not sure what rule is going to stick and what's not. But once this 60 games is over, are we going to see basically data say, hey, extra innings got over a lot quicker? We're not seeing games go 17, 16, 14. And I know some traditionalists love it, and I just go, you know, I hear you, but the reality is nobody's watching. Everybody in the ballpark's gone home. The television ratings are, and the radio ratings go absolutely. Everybody's going to sleep. they got to work the next day. It beats up on both teams' bullpen. It can affect you for the next week. Is it really smart? And I know we like to say the sport doesn't have a clock, and the other sports have a clock. But you don't have a clock, but this is kind of a little bit similar. You're going to help, help, help it get over earlier. I will say, having worked in sports that have a clock, it's nice that you're not like 2 in the morning and you're still playing. Like there's going to be a finality after the game. You may play in, you know, you're going to play in overtime. There could be a tie in football. We're going to play a couple overtimes in, uh, in basketball, but there's going to be a finale. These baseball games that go 16 innings, it's like, oh, my God. I have a feeling this is going to stay. Whether you like it or you don't, I really think it's going to stay. All righty. And by the way, I found this because I've gotten this now from Robert and and from Vince. My whole thing is this. Knowing that guys, like, couldn't practice in their home ballpark, trouble getting testing, doing all that. Trout can test in New Jersey, get on a plane, even if he's on a private plane. He's not going to be the only guy on the plane. Did the pilots get tested? Did the people working inside the plane that are serving Mike Trout, have they been tested? There's a lot of questions about testing here. That you can get tested on the East Coast, fly back to the West Coast and be like, I'm here, let's go. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I'm maybe I, I, I'm reading this the wrong way. I just if if it's not Mike Trout, how many people are doing that? We've known for years certain people have different rules, but I would just think for my own self, like if I was on these, like let's say I lived in New Jersey, like Mike Trout, and my wife gives birth. I've now flew home around a bunch of different people I haven't been around 
and now I'm going to go test. And since I'm Mike Trout, I'm going to get a result pretty quick. But then i got to get back on a plane and head back west. That's all I'm saying. Do we have a little Robbie Grossman, Robert? Let's hear from Robbie Grossman, who had the huge hit tonight in the 10th. Hey, Robbie. Uh, just uh, what was your kind of approach there in the 10th inning, obviously coming up there with um, in that situation with the runner in scoring position? Uh, just get a good pitch to hit. Um, knowing that, that the win- the go-ahead runs at second base, just get a good hit, uh, good pitch to hit and have quality of bat. You've been pretty solid lately. What's been working for you? Uh, made some adjustments to my swing, um, starting in spring training. And then when I went home for the quarantine, I continued to do what I was doing uh, in spring, the adjustment I made. And uh, I just continue to stick with my routine and, uh, and continue to uh, get a little bit better every day. Normally when you go to, to go to the play with a guy in second base, you know, there's been a single and a steal or there's been a double or whatever. Now you're just walking up there and there's a, there's a guy on second base and with nothing to, to uh, preempt it. What is that like? Is that different at all for you? Yeah, but it's uh, just adjustment. Um, in baseball, we're going to adjust to all these things. And uh doesn't matter what kind of rules they put out there. The guys are going to adjust and we're going to make the best of it. Uh, Robbie, what was the feeling in the dugout just after Pinder and Moreno um, runners in scoring position had been kind of a, a struggle in the past couple of games? How big was that for you? Uh, just uh, Pinder put a great bat up and, and hit a ball out like he did. It was great to see, and uh, everyone was happy for him, and uh, it was kind of the, the lift that we needed at the time. Watching wanted to see what you, your relievers, particularly Sori and, and and Hendricks did tonight. What what does that tell you about the strength of your bullpen? Well, we knew that going in. Um, our bullpen is deep. Um, we got a lot of arms, um, a lot of quality arms, and uh, and it's it's great to see them have success. And uh, they've they've definitely been the backbone of this team so far. What's uh, what's your opinion on that play? Uh, uh, that the, the ball they say that lodge on there there. I didn't really see it. Um, I just uh, – I didn't even see the replay. I saw the ball kind of kick around out there, so that's why I went went to third originally. But uh, I, did, I didn't really see it, and uh, I never even saw the replay. I just – it's ridiculous to me that we don't have padding that goes all the way down to the dirt. Like, like, why would we continue to have this problem in 2020? This happens every year in all these different ballparks – why can't they make the padding an inch longer? And then that way, or an inch and a half. And then that way, the ball doesn't lodge underneath. And you never have that problem. Player never has to put his hands up. Like, I don't get that. Why would we can, like, obviously you need the padding to protect the players on the wall. But why not make the padding go all the way to the ground? And I talked about it with Ken. Like, Ken and I don't run ballparks, but at least we understand, like, yeah, that'd be, like, something I think you'd do. So we don't – so we take this out of everybody's hands so we don't have that issue. I mean, because think how that could have hurt the A's. Let's say Robbie Grossman 
and I can't read his mind, but let's say the whole time he's saying, I'm going three. And they would have had have two bang-bang throws to get him. And let's say they don't have those bang-bang throws. And then now, the fly ball by Marcus Simeon in the top ha- in, at the top of the order would have brought him in. That now gives you a two-run cushion. I mean, what would happen if Liam Hendricks gives up a base hit, run comes around and scored, it's tie ball game? Because of padding. Like, we can't figure that out in 2020? Padding? That should go all the way to the dirt so you don't have that problem? Now, Lewis could have got over there, picked it up, got it in to Crawford, and he would have been staying on second anyway. I wasn't there, so it's kind of tough to tell when you're not there exactly where the ball is, where Robbie, what's Robbie's intent, does he think he's going to get three. I'm just throwing that scenario out to you, that if he had the triple, Marcus brings him in, that, that's, a, that's a two-run cushion. That's, that's a different deal. I wish they would fix that because it ha- it happens every year all over the place. It's just ridiculous. All right, we still have to hear from Mike Fires after the A's end up beating the Seattle Mariners 3-2-10. to in 10. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. It's Mattress Firm's summer save and sleep event. Save up to $300 on our top-rated brands like Beautyrest, Serta, Sealy, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with select mattress purchase of $6.99. Or get up to 50% off select mattresses from our best-selling brands. Don't wait. Shop in-store, online at mattressfirm.com, or by phone for these amazing deals. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. One of the enduring charms of baseball is all the quirky rules that make up the great game. This Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bet you didn't know that runners advance one base if a pitched ball lodges in the umpire's or catcher's mask. The Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control, plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athlete's foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters, destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. A's fans, stay in touch with the A's and even follow a few of the players on social media throughout the season. Just head over to athletics.com backslash social for a full list of our social coverage. From player accounts to Twitter handles and more, stay in touch with the A's all season long. Head over to athletics.com backslash social to see all of the options and get started. That's athletics.com backslash social. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. 
If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale won't last. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on my teams at NBC Sports California. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit First United cu.org forward slash athletics for details insured by ncua you're listening to the a's clubhouse show you know what the bottom line is this a's got to win tonight three to two and ten let's talk a little a's baseball i got nowhere to go saturday night where are you going to go on a saturday night i live in santa clara county we've been in lockdown since march 15th I got nothing but time to hang out with you people. And I've missed you people. It's great to have baseball back. Just to watch the games, to watch the intensity. Soria tonight, I'm like, oh my God. Because I did not want to do a show tonight with the A's losing. I just did not want four games in a row, really. That would have been tough to swallow. But he got out of it. Vinny called him Harry Houdini. He was Harry Houdini. He got out of it. And then great to, you know, Robbie Grossman talked about it down there in Texas. Continued to work out. Some of these guys, you know, you had the time. You had more time to get stronger and to be more ready. Robbie's taking care of business. But can we give some love to Mike Fires? I had this earlier today. You know the A's have won 21 of his last 27 starts. Mike Fires has been fantastic for the A's. Going into tonight, since the no-hitter, he was 13-1 and with a 3.32 ERA in his last 26 starts, dating back to the no-hitter. I mean, seriously. Mike Fires has been nothing but a solid, solid pitcher for the Oakland Athletics. And both times is not even factored in the wild card game. 
What did you need tonight as a ball club? What did you need? You needed stability. You needed somebody to go out there and give you a quality start. And I'm not talking a quality start by the numbers. I'm talking about just something that give me six, keep me in the game, let's get to the bullpen, not give me three, not give me four, give me six. Now, ideally, you'd only have to cover the next three. You win extras, you covered four. And Mike did that for you tonight. Six innings, four hits, two runs, one walk, three Ks. Here's Mike Fires after the game. Hey, Mike, how would you uh, just assess your, uh, assess your outing tonight going um, six after, you know, coming out after four last time? And, and... I felt great today. Um, I felt like I could have thrown even more. Um, felt like everything was working. And um, even the inning, you know, they scored. You know, I felt like I was still making good pitches. They – you know, they didn't make it tough on me right there, but, you know, just a couple, you know, bloopers and um, didn't want to give in to Lewis and facing Seeger with the bases loaded. Uh, made a really good pitch. He just, you know, flicked it up the middle. So um, even with that, I felt really good, and I felt like um, getting back to really where I am, where I need to be. That inning started with the you getting the first two guys out. Does that play in your mind at all when you're out there that, you know, you were one out away, and now all of a sudden this base is loaded? Yeah, I, was, I just had to keep attacking, and like I said, I made good pitches, and they they found holes. I mean, there's nothing really much you can do. Um, yeah, I still got to be aggressive, and, um, you know, once I got the two guys on, you know, facing um, Lewis, he's been, he's been pretty good for them uh, lately, swinging the bat well, so – once I fell behind, didn't really want to give in to him or, you know, give him a good pitch to hit. So I uh, went to face Seeger and I made me pay. But um, like I said, it was still still a good pitch. He just, you know, being the hitter he's he's been for, for years now, um, you know, he made a – put a good piece on it and put it up the middle. How did Pinder change the vibe in the in, in your in your dugout? Um, in a homer, <laughs> time yeah. in the game. Uh yeah, no, that was that was huge. Uh, we definitely needed that. Um, you know, everyone will tell you right now that you know we're not on all cylinders. We're not clicking like we we usually do. So um, that was definitely a big hit. Um, get back, us, you know, tie game, and then you know to grind it out from there. Our, our bullpen did an amazing job again. Um, you know, those guys kept putting together tough at bats, and you know, you know, it took ten innings to uh, finish it. So that was awesome. Mike, you're, you're a guy that you've got feel and you've got deception. And you said, I really felt good going into this start. It's so different starting this sprint. How did, how did you feel like you got there tonight? And, and where are you in that regard? Basically, what is the beginning of whatever kind of season this is as opposed to April? Yeah, I mean, I even felt good, uh, you know, my first start. You know, I, I'm not saying 100%, but I definitely felt good. I felt like I was throwing all my pitches, um, but – you know, things happen. You can feel your best and, and give up a bunch of runs and feel bad and, and put you well. So, um, you know, no, but no matter what, you know, I, I felt good in my command. I felt like I was throwing all my pitches well. So it's just going out there and competing and, and being aggressive. And, you know, when you do that most of the time, I mean, you're going to come out on top. So um, I just got to keep staying consistent, which I've, I've done the, you know, this past start and start before and, you know, just 
like I said, just keep being aggressive and keep pitching the way I do. Thanks, you, said you, could, you said you could have gone gone further. Did you try to talk Bob into it, or was that was that a done deal? But yeah, I, I always want to stay in the game. I always want to stay in as long as I can. Um, you know, but you know, Bob <laughs> Bob sees it from uh, you know as a whole. You know, I, I'm I felt good. I wanted to go back out, but um, you know, he's the he's the boss, so um, gotta listen to him. All right, thank you. Mike Fires, he had some really good curveballs tonight. And that's the thing that, you know, a guy that pitches, it's so different than so much we're seeing as velocity. So many guys coming in and everybody's throwing 97 to 98 to now 102. I mean, it's just we're seeing record velocity. So to do what he does without that and to pitch all around the zone and still be successful. I mean, Seager, that ball was going away from him. It was almost, I mean, you could almost say it was off the end of the bat. You know the old expression, hit him where they ain't. But if that was the one, you know, you gave up a soft single. Well, he got two outs, uh, base hit to Crawford, Nola, then the walk. Um, but then, you know, Seager with two outs, you make a good pitch, and he flips it just over the infielder's heads. I'm bullish on Mike Fires. I, I mean, we, we've been watching the guy win and, and have good outing after good outing after good outing for the A's. I mean, we can't say he hasn't been good for the green and gold. You really can't. All right, we want to play one more. Should we do a pause for station identification right here, Robert? All right, let's pause for station identification right here on the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Well, Chad Pender was big tonight for the Oakland Athletics, the two-run shot in the top of the seventh inning. It tied it. He got a chance earlier to speak with Vince Catronio, but uh, I'm sure there's some of you joining us now who didn't get to hear that. So here he was with the media. Just given the way that the bats have been uh, in the last few games, how good did it feel to get that that swing off two strikes? Uh, it was nice. I mean, got to start back in the ball game. Um, obviously, Kikuchi was pretty dominant today. Um, fastball 95, 97, 98. Cutter at 93. Um, you know, he was hitting all his spots. Um, so it felt good to get those runs on the board and get us back in the game. Were you pressing at all, uh, given the start that you had and, and, and that the offense collectively has had, or were you able to go up there and and take the take your normal mental approach to, to your swings? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to take seven games with a grain of salt. Um, you know, we're all still getting in the swing of things, and um, obviously, you still want to put together good at bats, and you want to put together competitive at bats. Um, but you can't, you know, it's nine at bats in. You know, I can't start hitting the panic button after nine at-bats. And I think that goes the same for everyone in our lineup. I think everyone's on the same page in that regard. Um, you know, I, don't, I don't see anybody pressing the panic button. Everyone's just going to continue to go to work and iron things out. And, um, you know, we're back to 500 now, and just hopefully we keep this ball moving. How was your leg after the, the play at second? Did it take a little a minute to shake that up? Yeah, I just got cleated pretty bad. Um, luckily, they didn't roll up or anything. 
my foot got caught in an awkward position. Um, you know, that's just part of the game. You know, nothing. He did. He didn't do anything wrong. You know, he slid into the bag. You know, my foot was there. Um, so, you know, I'm all good, though. Was your foot there by design or or by accident? Was that were you trying to block the, block the bag? Yes, yeah, it's, to, it's totally by accident. You know, I'm sprinting to the bag, trying to cover a throw. Uh, it takes me a little bit to my right and I have to come back. So you're just put in an awkward position. Um, you know, you, you're not sitting there trying to block the bag on purpose, no. Uh, what did you think of just the bullpen uh, tonight, especially Soria dancing out of the, the jam in the ninth? Yeah, I mean, those guys have been great all year. Um, they've been great for three years, you know. So, uh, you know, we rely on those guys and, um, you know, some great arms out there. You know, Jack did a great job uh, battling out of that. And that's just stuff, you know, we've, we've come to um, luckily expect out of those guys. You know, they're so good. So. Did going through the, the extra inning game a second time now um, any different than the first time, or was it still kind of the same? Uh, obviously, there's more of a yeah. chaotic feeling with the guy on base to start. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same feel, you know. Um, I think that's just going to take people um, to get adjusted to it, uh, especially, you know, when the visiting team scores first. You know, that didn't happen in the first time we did it. Um, you just want to see how people are going to play it. You know, they tried to bunt him over. Um, you know, typically, we'll just see how it plays out. You know, there was nothing different. You know, as a in a feel sense. Yeah, I, I can tell you this time around, being the visiting team, you know, excited that Grossman got the hit, and then Liam Hendricks comes back out, and it made me realize, oh yeah, they got a guy on second base too. See, because opening day, it was, hey, they got the guy out. Now it's the A's turn, and then the walk-off, and everything was great. But now as a road team, you score, and you're, like, jacked. But then you remember, oh, we only got one. So that means they got a guy now starting on second base and takes one hit, and they're probably going to score. It adds so much drama right out of the gate. The different strategies, what are you going to do? Lopes, by the way, if you even remember, uh, was one of the most pathetic bunts, att bunting attempts, where he takes the, did he swing at the first pitch? I think he swung at the first pitch, trying to go the other way. Then he bunts, foul. Now he's down 0-2 and bunts again and hits it back to Liam. Liam almost throws it into center field. Luckily, Marcus stops it. Uh, Ramon was coming in anyway to back up, but it's going to add crazy drama to the game. I think we're going to see that in the next 60 games. And that these extra innings games are not going to go as deep as they normally do. But it's definitely drama. You put a guy at second base, wow. One one base hit, who knows. So tomorrow, we're going to be back at it with A's total access at 12-15. I will have Kendall Graveman, former A, guy who was opening day starter twice for your A's. We'll have Kendall on. He's a nice kid. It was great to talk to him again. We'll have Ray Fossey. Vince will have an interview for you. And then first pitch is going to be at 110. 
Chris Bassett will take the mound for the athletics. And we'll have a lot of sound as Chris did a presser today about his start. I'm telling you, this Zoom media stuff, we're actually getting some really good access with the guys because they're bringing them to a place where, all right, everybody can ask questions so we get a lot of answers versus having to go to them inside the clubhouse, and it's just a, a whole different deal. So we'll also hear from Chris Bassett. But the key here, Houston loses in extra innings down in Anaheim. The A's and the Astros are tied at 4-4 atop the American League West. A's with the win in the Pacific Northwest, 3-2 in 10 innings. We'll be back tomorrow at 12-15. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's Cast on your device for access to A's Cast. There, you'll be able to listen to live games, game replays, and exclusive A's content. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.